American Heathen Productions proudly presents the Southern Heathens Podcast. What is up, my fellow heathens, and welcome back to another episode of the Southern Heathens Podcast. I'm Ravnar Tearson. Joining me, as always, I'm William Mearson. What the fuck is up, motherfucker? What's up, man? It's been a long time. <laughs> been, been quite a while. <laughs> uh, our, actually, our last uh, last episode was only two weeks ago. So. It just feels like a while. Yeah. you know. And I haven't released it yet because I can't seem to edit out that personal shit that happened. Oh, well, you know, shit happens. Yeah. So, what is up, motherfucker? Uh, you Tell know, us things. Just uh, preparing for my big trip. Um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, as you guys probably know, because I've brought it up a million times, because I'm so fucking excited. I'm going to Poland in less than a week and a half now. And I couldn't be more excited. I fly into Germany first, and I have like a layover there for like four hours, and then... Um, I fly, after that I fly to Gdansk, Poland, and it's going to be a fun ass time. As people on the live can see, I already got my Adidas tracksuit. It's yeah, awesome. He's wearing it. And also, if you're if you're in the live, I have a banana flavored sucker with a scorpion on the inside, <laughs> and I'm gonna eat that bitch live. And as you guys know, I came back from Arizona almost three weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, almost three weeks now. I came back from Arizona. And I was at the airport, and I was like, shit, I, I want to bring back some things. So I brought back some stuff for a couple friends, and then, of course, brought back one for Rafnar over here. Uh, told him to try it. I've had one before. The, honestly, it tastes, it, the, the scorpion for me just tastes like sugar. Like, it's not, it's, I know people are, get grossed out when they see that kind of stuff, but it's like, nah, it was yeah. nothing. Look who's featuring in the background. <laughs> oh, Scotty over there, just taking a bath. <laughs> All right, Scotty. There you go. Yeah. Hi. Just doing her thing. Yeah. Oh, also, I had some news for you guys. Um, Wes and Dustin and them already know, but in Huraftar knows. I don't know shit. Yeah, you do. Anyways. You uh, shut up. I'm so scared right now. So I know I go a lot about my uh, Slavic side of the family, but and this is something I did not know. Um, on my grandfather's side, my dad's dad, he was not. He was German and English, as far as I know. However, that's not just the interesting part. I found a family tree, and I know sometimes people are like, oh, well, I don't want, my ancestry goes back to the Viking Age. I'm related to Ragnar or some shit. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all when I say this. Our family tree actually does go back to the year 1015, where my oldest ancestor I can think of, and they're all German, by the way, um, is Odo... Von Siegfried, I think something like, or Von Wimbig, so, something like that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, the family tree goes back that far. And even on the other sides of it, because you know how sometimes it kind of branches off into it, it's literally that whole side is just German. German, German, German. And then there is English, which I haven't gotten to yet, but I know that dates back pretty far as well. But yeah, I thought that that was just interesting, because it's... But yeah, I think up until like the 1900s, it was, they were all from Sa uh, Lower Saxony, Germany, Bavaria, Bavaria, uh, Burden Badenburg, um, Bebenburg. I have a couple uh, ancestors uh, in that line from Switzerland as well, um, and a couple from the Netherlands. 
which they're all, you know, Germanic in origin anyway, so they're, you know, cousins in a way. But, yeah, I just thought that was, like, super interesting. And it's like, oh, maybe no wonder I've come to Germanic heathenry more. Oh, yeah. Um, so do you think anyone in your family knew the funny mustache man? <laughs> no, I do not. Because they moved to America before that. At least most of them did. So, even have one uh, ancestor who was a Revolutionary War vet. He was in, uh, what was it, the Flying... I forgot what the battalion or platoon was called. It was the Flying something, and it was basically an all-German platoon. And so, f- interesting thing with that, too, is... So, him and his wife, and they're, and his parents, it says they're from Switzerland, but they actually were from Germany. But in... 17-something, they were exiled from Germany by the church, the Calvinist church, <laughs> to Switzerland. So I thought that was pretty damn cool, too. That's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah. Calvinists. So, That's funny. Well, yeah, you know we, what Calvinists are? Yeah. We got uh, we got quite the episode lined up if you're finished. Are you finished? So, yeah, that's really, that's really it, guys. I figured I'd share that awesome news because I was... Like, holy crap, dude. I never knew that. And it brings a lot of answers. No. I don't know as much about mine. I wish I did. I mean, I have some of that little stuff that you've seen, but that's about all I have. Mm-hmm. We we could be cousins down the line. Oh. I had a lot of ancestors that had the name Odo, Johan, and yeah, just a very, very German names. I wonder if Johan anglicizes you, John. No, it's just John. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just John. <laughs> Even have a... Uh, I'm a little messed up. Uh, not a Greta, but a... Oh, it's, no, it's a, it's a, a like Gretchen or something like that. I have like a f- female ancestors that are have those very, very German names too. So Gretchen. Reminds me of that country singer. Or Gerda. Huh, fuck. All right, well, on to the first topic. We've already done our little banter. Research. Yeah, so uh, the first topic would be the... You Basically, no. It's it's literally a list right there in front of your face. Oh, sorry. I was just going off of... No, that's just an example. <laughs> but, uh, but no, uh, so the first topic basically is... we can Stuff we can talk about right now. We didn't actually make a list, but uh, it's 10 things we wish we knew. Uh, before or becoming pagan or whatever, okay, like we can that. come up with a few. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I didn't become pagan. I just am pagan, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so uh, I'm one of those weird few that was never a Christian. So yeah, same here. I mean, I was an atheist. So yeah. Um, one thing I wish I knew was. I wish I knew more about the Eddas before I became a pagan, you know, when I declared myself one. Well, that'd be kind of hard. You know, I mean, I wish I knew more about the sources, because when I first became pagan, I didn't really read a whole lot of it. All I read was Essential Assetru by Diana Paxson, which is a good book, don't get me wrong. No. But I definitely wish there was, I I knew more about the books, I knew more about the history, and definitely wish I knew more about the Germanic side of things and not just Norse. Yeah. So, that's one thing. What about you? Well, uh... I guess I, I wish I would have known uh, how lonely it could be. And if anyone's hearing that, that's the cat playing with a bottle cap. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, how lonely it can be sometimes. And 
mm-hmm. you know, coming from both community and and from the gods in general. Yeah. Because you know, the gods... And I, look, I, I know there's a whole bunch of people that are all like, you know, uh, the gods... The gods do care about you. The god, there's a, it's like a line. The gods don't give a fuck about you. The gods do care about you. Now, when it comes to everyday things, now the gods don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Do I think that you know the gods care to an extent? Yeah, not, but not like they're not like you know this Christian notion that you know the gods are always with you and they love you and all this and yeah, the gods don't love me. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have no familial ties and all that shit. But it, oh, we got a we got a ding. Stop yelling at me, <laughs> lol. <laughs> I'm here, Father. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got Aaron and Dustin with us now on the on the live. But anyway, yeah. So it's you know just being lonely, and another thing would be like, I wish I knew that you know there's a lot of pretenders, if you know what I mean. You know, like. I guess we could say like brosatrues and stuff like people that that like the pagan aesthetic, but yeah. don't actually they're not they don't actually want to be pagan, you know? Yeah. Your 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 Peyton parishes, your fucking yeah, you know shit like that. So that's another thing that I wish that I. Yeah, and also too, I wish I would have known how many friends I would not have after becoming pagan. And yeah. not necessarily, like, you know, I mean, some people have probably been in ugly situations where, you know, people just say, fuck you, bye, you know, that kind of stuff. But more like, you, I wish I would have known that you eventually, some with some people, you just can't relate to them anymore. What's up, Wes? You said, don't judge me. Who are you to put me on, on trial? trial. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you who I am. I'm the owner of this business. Uh, so, But yeah, I wish they, I wish I would have known that. Uh, just because you can't really relate to some people anymore. Because your mind, everything changes when you start to, you know, and I guess that's one thing on the list was your worldview really does start to change. You know. Bless you, Scotty. Uh, for those of you that are just coming in, this sucker has a scorpion in it, and I am going to eat it live on the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's not only that, but, you know, people that... Not when you become pagan, but when they just learn that you are pagan. You know, they like you just fine until then, and then all of a sudden, oh. Yeah, like I remember I was close with one family for a long time, and then all of a sudden, you know, I could hear, like, I I could literally hear them whispering, like, oh, when did he become so weird, and stuff like that, when I first started getting, like, my tattoos and stuff, and, you know, I wasn't doing anything out of the blue. I was just, I was, I remember I was at a New Year's party with them, we were just drinking, having a good time, you know? I wasn't saying skull brothers oh, or fuck. anything like that. I literally was just having a good time with them. That's that's really it. And um, wish I would have known that. I wish I would have known that. How I guess drastically my worldview changed. You know. Yeah. Which I guess that's really like an experience thing. You really have to you know actually submerse yourself in it to really experience it. There's no way of knowing. But I still wish I would have had yeah. an idea. Well, you know, when when you when you become an actual pagan, like you you're a true person of nature and and magic and the gods and all this and that. I know pagans don't necessarily practice; not all of them practice magic, but you understand that it exists. You you start to see the world in a different way, and you you you'd recognize the atrocities and stuff, and you see things in a different manner. 
and it's just it is a completely different lifestyle and and I guess that leads you into be feeling more lonely and you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Will you calm the fuck down? <laughs> Trying to record an episode here. <laughs> I love that kid. Anyway. Um. Yeah. And too, like, uh, I wish I would have known as well. Is you know how like this kind of ties into the worldview part? How different we look at nature, for example. Like, it's one thing, you know, when we first get into it, the gods, the gods, the gods, the gods, you know, all that stuff. But then we start to look at nature differently. Yeah. At least I did, because, you know, even now I look back when I was younger and <laughs> when I'd be going on hikes with my grandparents or camping trips, you know, and all I could, all I really cared about was like, oh, what are my, are my friends texting me on my cell phone? Uh, what's the latest, what's the score on the Lakers game or Clippers game? You know, dumb shit like that. I, I used to be like that. Yeah. But now I look back and I, and I think, like, damn, dude, I really, a part of me really missed out on, you know, exploring those places. And not just with my family, but for my own, like, soul. Because yeah. I look back at pictures and I'm like, damn, that's such a beautiful place. Why couldn't I have just, you know, actually saturated myself in this trip, in this camping trip. It's funny that you mentioned that, too, because today is the Super Bowl. Yeah, I could give a fuck less right. about it. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I, I couldn't care any less. But, you know, uh, at work today, I was watching all these people. You know, I work in retail. So, I mean, you would have thought it was Christmas or something. Yeah. It was insane. <laughs> you don't have to be lonely at southernheathens.com. <laughs> all right, Aaron. <laughs> I used to we used to actually own that uh, own that URL. <laughs> so, but uh, another thing about material, uh, how much less I wish I would have known how much less materialistic I'd become. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I love my necklaces, I love my pendants and stuff, and I love my rings, my you know stuff like that. Um, but when it comes to like shoes or uh, clothes and stuff, I literally only buy now what I need. It's not often like okay. I guess I I technically didn't need this tracksuit, but this is also just for a trip, and it's just something I I love. But you, I'm not going to be buying three or four of these every year, and right. you know buying another pair of shoes. The only reason why I bought these shoes is to come with this outfit. Otherwise, I wouldn't have cared. I just wear boots most of the time, anyways. Yeah. And shoes at the gym. So. Yeah. That's one thing that's really changes. I really don't care about materialistic stuff. Not really. Yeah, I don't. I like I. I don't even like to wear shoes, really. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't like to own big fancy things. Like I said before, though, I, I would. I'd like one day for people to come into my house and think that all oh, this is some old wizard that's been everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I just have the neatest things, but I don't have. I don't want things because they're expensive or outlandish or you know mm-hmm. fancy or anything yeah. like that. I want like you know I'll pick up a bone here or there or you know a really cool old book. Or something like that. That's that's different for me, but yeah. And also, well, a little snippet, as you guys can tell, I got a haircut. He said snippet. Yeah, I cut all my hat off. <laughs> all of it? Uh, most of it. You guys should have seen when I went there, because mind you, my hair is so thick. I didn't brush it for two days, and when I was in there, she tried to. A part of it had dreaded up. You can see on the camera, like this big of a dread. And she tried using scissors, and it wouldn't go. But just listen to what he just said. He didn't brush his hair for two days. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so she had to go straight to the Clippers. Remember the first time he heard me when I first moved in, when he heard me uh, I brushing thought he my was, hair? I thought he was sweeping a rug. 
And mighty, my hair was wet too. It wasn't like I was just dry brushing. No, a little snippet there for y'all. A snippet. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be doing a ritual uh, this coming weekend. Yeah. And we'll definitely post some pictures and stuff like that. I have my all my hair is in a bag. I don't know if they're like they're still viewers, but I don't know if the comments are working right now because nothing's coming through. Anyway. Gonna be delayed, like last time. I mean, yeah. Um, anything else you wish you would have known? I wish I would have known how it would change me on a spiritual level, and not just like you know how I view things, but how I perceive the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I guess for the lack of a better term, sometimes I feel like a Jedi, you know? <laughs> Fucking, I'm not even going to say that. Yeah, don't say that. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it's like I feel more in tune with things. Like I can feel the earth, you know, when the wind blows. Like <laughs> That's the cat again. Yeah, when the wind blows, I can like I can hear the earth sing, stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, people don't understand that, and that's something you don't get anywhere else. Because, I guess, I guess the way you, you can describe it is that's that comes from our animist side. You know, like a that wasn't necessarily it was like ten together, but yeah. Um, I'm thinking one. Um, and of course, if you all have anything, you uh, amheathenproductions at gmail dot com. Shoot us a fucking list. We'd like to know what you all think, or just post it on the page. That's if you're on the page. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the page, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Use the force, young Padawan. <laughs> Fuck you, Dustin. I wish I would have gotten a more, um, a better idea of the gods before. Um, not that I regret anything, but, you know, what I'm finding out now, it just, it feels, it feels better. It feels awesome. Because a lot of, go ahead. But before it was like, um, not a monotheistic view, but it was like a, it was a view that was more set in stone when, you know, the gods themselves are not like that in a way that they're very much more complicated, like Odin. Yeah. He is not a simple deity at all. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, like you were saying, a lot of people do go into it with a view of, like, the Abrahamic, Abrahamic religions. Like, they try to, they try to like, apply that logic mm-hmm. to our religion, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people that are like, they come in like, oh... I'm going to dedicate my life to Odin and stuff like that. I'm like, you better watch yourself, pal, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, learn first before you decide that. Because I know, I know somebody that's gonna that that's gonna do that. They are such a, I guess, for lack of a better, they're a baby pagan. You know, like they don't even they don't even know they don't know shit about fuck. Like, yeah. all they know is the word pagan. I guarantee it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they're they're talking about dedicating themselves to Odin, and I'm like, holy shit, your life is going to fucking go crazy. Anyway, but yeah, a lot of people try to apply that like before they learn ba- learn what this is. You know, everyone thinks it's just a cookie cutter religion, a religion versus religion, but no, no, it's much more comp- complex than that. Right, very. Yeah, if you wanna... uh, Dustin says, I wish I had known the foundational font. Foundational sagas before going in headlong into the faith. It's kind of what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I would beat you to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now so, on to our next one. The next one we're going to do each separately. Okay. So, UPG, SPG, and VPG. So, UPG, obviously. 
Unified personal gnosis. Not unified. Or unverified. Unverified. Sorry. I, I, I always think that sometimes when I see UPG. I, sometimes I say universal in my head instead of unified. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh. What? What do you say? He said delay. That was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. So, yeah. Uh, unverified personal gnosis, obviously, is. Uh, things that you believe to be true that aren't backed up by any lore or by any uh, academic source or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, all these people that say, oh, Loki's with me, every Loki's the spider on my wall, that's a UPG, right? Yeah. It's bullshit, <laughs> but that's a UPG. You could have one, too, where you actually do pray and do a ritual, and let's say you... You said you personally saw a sign from Odin or something. Yeah. Or when people say, uh, uh, this is what Freya likes the best when we do offerings. Or, you know, this is what Freya responds to the most. The, these these incense, these foods, these drinks. It's all UPG. It doesn't actually, it's not actually backed up by any source, any academic, uh, any academic source, anything like that. But it's fine to believe stuff like that, especially... Especially, especially, <laughs> oh, the South's rubbing off on me a little bit. But anyway, especially like when when you partake in these rituals and these things, and you see something has an effect. Yeah. Obviously, that's that's going to mean something to you. So you use that, and that's that's where you go from there. But it could be different for other people. Like like you might put out, you know, a rare steak for Thor, one one ritual and get an immediate response and i might do the same thing and get nothing yeah but it also goes back to you know the gods aren't always uh, around so yeah so that goes to that too so yeah that's what upg is you guys have probably had your experiences you know and am heathen productions at gmail.com let us know your experiences or the group yeah we have the group that's facebook.com slash groups slash the southern heathens Come on in. But anyway, uh, so yeah, the next one would be SPG, which is shared personal gnosis, which is, I guess, that's that's pretty self-explanatory. You and I have things that we've experienced yeah. together that aren't verifiable, yeah. right? But we know what we know. We've seen what we've seen. Yeah. Right? Like the offerings we always do when we know tornado weather's coming about. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it skips right over us every time. Knock on wood. I do it nine times, nine being the sacred number. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, every time we hear about tornado weather coming through, uh, we both do usually blood or sometimes alcohol or both to Thor. Yeah. Um, and thankfully it does skip right past us. So, sometimes, like, we do get some weather where it's, like, fucking, it's crazy outside, branches are flying, I park the truck near the house because that's like the safest distance between me and the trees in case they fall. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, but really it's nowhere safe. Nowhere is technically safe, but this is, I, I just parked in the safest spot I could think of in case they do fall towards the truck. Um, but yeah, like when storms come through, that's what we do, and we've seen the damage that it does in town and stuff like that, and we're over here in the hills, like, Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It just it usually skips right over us. Like it'll it'll go right over us and hit town. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we are surrounded by so many trees and hills. Yeah. 
But you know. But we do have we do have a bunch of dead trees too, which I'm surprised have not fucking gone yet. Yeah. So but yeah, that's that's our shared personal knowledge. It's just an example. It's what we do all the time. Yeah. Uh, especially now that tornado season is upon us again. It's coming up. It is. It is coming <laughs> up. You might be gone before then though. Possibly. Possibly. And then uh, VPG, which is verified personal analysis, which is stuff that's backed up by lore and academic yeah. sources and all that. We're down to one viewer. You all, you all are fucking horseshit. <laughs> I love you though. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I mean that's that's pretty self-explanatory though. It, it, it's stuff that's backed up by the sources. Like when we say. No, that's not how you get into Valhalla. That's not a UPG. That's VPG. That's yeah. verified by the sources. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can believe what you want to believe, but that's not that's not verified. That's not you know that's not the academic source. It's not what the books say. That's not what the lore says. What the sagas say. You know, we all know how to get into Valhalla. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good. For if now. if I'm dying, please put my sword in my hands. <laughs> I'd much rather go to Thor's Hall. <laughs> oh, we're back to two, so it's D- Dustin, Dustin and Wes. Dustin and Wes were here. Aaron left us. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see about that, Aaron. <laughs> I was going to get some stuff on your baby registry, but I don't know about now. <laughs> I'm almost there, y'all. Almost there. <sighs> I haven't. Never mind. <laughs> not gonna say that on Facebook Live. There wasn't two, and it said one. Okay, it said one when I said it. Anyhow, anyhow, so got this. We gotta. I gotta have them all reading. We can. Oh no, we gotta do some bullshitting too. So uh, there's something that I want to bring up before I do the have them all, but I'm gonna do the reading. I mean, okay. I'm gonna draw it first. Okay. <laughs> Oh, 86. Huh. Okay. I'm going to laugh that corresponds to you again. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So let me see if I can find what I'm talking about here. If I've downloaded the video. I'm going to play the video if I have it. Okay, so it's a two minute, it's almost a three minute video. Be a man and bite it. I want I want I want to have the scorpion intact when I get down to it, so I can eat it properly. And if it's if he hasn't gotten it down by the time you know we get the podcast done, I'll definitely take a video of it. He'll take a video of it. This this video is something that's going on in Arizona, I believe. Really? I believe it's yeah, uh, Arizona state uh, representatives, but uh, trying to ban. Uh, Specifically, the Satanic Temple, uh, from displaying anything specifically them, but it go you know that spreads. So, let's see if I can get that going here. Reject the escalating Satanism that we're seeing across this country and across the state. Arizona Republicans like this guy are looking to pass legislation that would ban all different kinds of satanic displays on public property. It's known as the Reject Escalating Satanism by Preserving a Central Core Traditions Act, or the Respect Act for short, get it? Yeah. And it's a huge red flag, especially for members of the Satanic Temple, because it's pretty much looking to squash the religious liberty guaranteed by the Constitution. One of the lead Republicans fighting to get this bill passed is Senator 
Dr. Jake Hoffman, who's in his own little Christian world. But let's go back to this line. And we reject the escalating Satanism that we're seeing across this country and across the state. First of all, he's saying Satanism, but clearly he's talking about his problems with the left. By the way, Christianity is still the top dog in the U.S. Also, the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple are two completely different entities. People from the Satanic Temple are the ones who are fighting this legislation and have testified publicly. Both church and temple members don't believe in an actual Satan. However, the Church of Satan claims to be apolitical with a strong emphasis on the individual, whereas the Satanic Temple considers itself non-theistic and strongly supports secularism, aka the separation of church and state. The temple also makes cool goat statues, puts up billboards supporting abortion, and stands up for all sorts of other sweet stuff in order to protect you, me, and everyone in the U.S. from creepy Christian MAGA extremists who seem to be <laughs> eroding democracy at every turn. It is legally and constitutionally suspect to argue that Satan, someone who is universally known to be an explicit enemy of God, is somehow a religion. I mean, that is it. just an absolutely ludicrous statement to make. Take it up with the IRS, Jakey. According to them, the Satanic Temple is a federally recognized religion. We... Anyhow, so you heard that guy say that, you know, just because it's Satan, it's it's constitutionally suspect. Like how, it's like, seriously, dude? <laughs> just because you don't agree, that's the whole issue. He doesn't agree. We remember that uh, Mississippi man that went up to Iowa, was it? And ripped the head off of the Baphomet statue at their state capitol. And he was charged with uh, felony uh, destruction of property, and it was upgraded to a hate crime. Good. Yeah. Good. So, but we're we're noticing this happen a lot, like the fact that it's showing that we are growing, and oh, they're getting scared. Yeah. They're getting scared. Eventually, we are growing. And she said that Christianity's still the top dog, but that's for now. Yeah, that's that's for now, and especially too. I actually just read an article about speaking about the growth. It's the fastest uh, declining. South America, too, where Catholicism and a lot of stuff like that. I mean, there's even, you know, a Jesus statue in, uh, in Rio. Um, that is declining a lot, too. Uh, the old South American, uh, you could say either polytheism and even African traditions of polytheism are now becoming a more dominant uh, religion there. And you're seeing, um, like, the Greek polytheists are coming back and stuff like that. Like, uh, you, you can't keep a good religion down. You just can't. Yeah. Uh, they had their they had their time in the sun. They fucked it up. We're coming back, motherfuckers. <laughs> so I mean, that's just the gist of it. But we're seeing a lot. Like, what was it? The uh, mass was it Massachusetts? The uh, police chief going after the lady doing tarot readings. Uh, it's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, the Southern California church. That, yeah. And so now we're we're seeing things in Arizona, Iowa. Well, and even that guy, uh, remember that video? They tried to make it all fucking glorious with the music in the back. The dude who went to, I think it was Africa, mm -hmm. and was going into people's homes while they were trying to do a ritual. And, and telling them that they're an abomination to God, and they had to stop and get saved and all this and that. And he, he even went around tearing down... Uh, like statues and stuff that people were erecting and stuff like that. The, these people are still going out and doing this shit. And they're like, you know, Christianity is the religion of peace and love. And we don't see that. We haven't experienced that uh, since the fucking beginning. Like, 
We have, what, Charlemagne, fucking... Emperor Charles. Uh, I mean, what was his name? Uh, St. Boniface. Yeah. Fucking anything to do with the fucking Saint Roman Olaf. Catholic Church. St. Olaf, Trigverson. Yeah. So um, the Vatican itself. And you the, know? I was actually going to mention that, too. Not the Vatican, but... I was reading a review on the movie uh, Red Bad. If you guys have ever watched it, I highly recommend you do. Um, the guy was going over stuff that it got right and that it got wrong. Now, of course, the stuff that it got wrong was like the timeline was a little off and like the the outfits and the hairstyles, just like little shit like that. But what it did get right, unlike other Hollywood movies, when it comes to Christianity and stuff, doing what they did, they usually leave out the bit where they go to people's villages, force them to convert or die, or force them to convert and then kill them. And in the movie Red Bad, it shows a perfect example of that when Emperor Charles Martel and St. Boniface and uh, also his, not his dad, but uh, Willibald, Willibord, something like that. He was another uh, pastor, bishop, one of the two. But um, yeah, it, uh, that's what it did get right in there because Christians always refu they refuse to acknowledge the facts of, oh, it was a peaceful religion. Pe people peacefully converted. No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Some may have. Yeah, but, but very, it, very few. Yeah, the ones that the ones that converted willingly were the were the leaders that wanted wanted the wealth and the power that the church was offering. Yeah. So I highly recommend you guys watch that movie. The first like twenty minutes is in Dutch, but they also speak English in there, so it's not a complete like foreign movie. There just so happens to be a lot of Dutch actors in there, but um, it's it's about King Redbad and his and his not conquest, but his uh, journey against the rising Christians. Um, again, they get some things wrong in there, but the way they portrayed uh, Christianity in there, especially what the French did, yes, that is completely accurate. Well, what is it that he said when... So, the famous quote, and this is an actual event in history, he was about to be baptized because he was tired of the French coming over and, you know, terrorizing his people. So, in, in exchange, they said, if you get baptized, you know, we'll stop. And so, when he was going to get baptized, he asked the bishop, he said, hey, well... Where are my ancestors who were heathen? And he said, well, they're heathen, so they're in hell. And so that's when he got up out of the uh, bucket of water and basically said, well, I'd, I'd rather be in hell with my ancestors than in heaven with my enemies. In Dutch, the translation's a little different, but it's the same the same saying. Yeah. Like basically saying, I will not like uh, forsake the religion of my forefathers. Right. So. And you remember I said that on a post... And a guy called me, uh, what what he called me? Called you edgy. Edgy. Ed much, and then I called him edgy because I was like, look at your fucking profile, bro. Yeah. And then he had, he he had one of those me. chains that went out of his pocket. And then he, <laughs> he, he, he messaged me and then deleted all his messages yeah. he sent. And I'm like, okay, this is fucking weird. <laughs> and then blocked you, didn't he? Uh, he didn't even block me. He but just... said you couldn't reply to the conversation. That means he blocked you. Oh, well, probably no. not. <laughs> he had a lot to say, not to say nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend that, guys, if you want to watch an actual accurate movie on what uh, Christianity did and what they are attempting to do now. Yeah, and they're going to fail this time. I mean, there's just, we're too much in an age where we can spread the information faster. Yeah. There, there's no way they can win anymore. And, of course, I keep pointing out these, you know, like Psalms 82. Yeah. Where it's the, the Bible's literally talking about multiple gods. And the Christians seem to just ignore that. Yeah. Uh, there was a list I sent him, too, of uh, a bunch of Bible verses that... It's the same one. Psalms 82. Oh, okay. 
It's just from the different versions. Yeah, but that's funny too because you people think, oh, well, that they, Christian might make the argument, oh, well, that's just because it's that version of the Bible. Like, no, it says literally the same thing in each version. Maybe a little different wording, but same same premise. Yeah, and then we have to we have to take into account the version it was translated from, the original, the original scripts. They all said that shit. You know what I'm saying? I think it's pretty uh pretty amazing if you ask me. There we go. So. Uh, Read the King, King James. King, King James 21, Psalm 82, 1. God standeth in the con- congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. Yeah. So I watch uh, Dan McClellan quite a bit. He's a scholar of the Bible. And uh, basically the way he describes it is God, or he calls him Adonai, which is like Yahweh. Yeah. What was she doing now? How the fuck... Anyway, <laughs> sorry, uh, the cat's being a cat. So basically, he he was he took over as like the chief god of a council of gods for that area, and uh, basically he was the god of the Israelites, but he had no authority outside of his region. Mm-hmm. And said it doesn't mean he that gods don't have power outside of their region. He just he wasn't in charge. Outside of the of the region, he was the god of the Israelites, and that's it. And he wasn't the only god, obviously. Yeah. And that that's plain in the texts. But Christians will not fucking no, <laughs> no. So yeah, that's a, a, I know we went off on a tangent there, but we always got to bring it up. So we're gonna move on to the Havamal. So Jackson Crawford's the ha- Wanderers Havamal. Uh, stanza 86. A flying spear, a crashing wave, one night old ice. A coiled snake, the words of a bride in bed, a broken sword, a playful bear, the child of a king. I have no idea what to do here. Let me, let me read it. I mean, that's what it says. <laughs> um, a flying spear, a crashing wave, one night old ice, a coiled snake, a... The worlds of a bride in bed, a broken sword, a playful bear, the child of a king. Oh. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, we can look and see what we're... For some context. So, 84. No man should trust the words of... Okay, I'm not going to read that out loud <laughs> on the podcast. But I guess it's what no man should trust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, never trust a flying spear, crashing wave, one night old ice, a coiled snake, uh, the worlds of a bride in bed, the words, sorry, not the worlds, a uh, broken sword, a playful bear, and the child of a king. Yeah, I can I can see why. Flying spear, of course, because uh, probably he's flying towards you. Um, a broken sword. The child of a king. <laughs> the words of a bride in bed. Let's go with that one. Yeah, you should... Take that in the context. <laughs> the child of a king. Yeah. Probably because that person would be spoiled rotten. I'm about to just bite through this. Okay, do it. What the fuck? Is this made out of concrete? No. Try to yank it side to side. I'll get it out eventually. I'm getting the crunchiness. There's some of it in there. 
But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Never trust a few things. A coiled snake, I think that's kind of a given, because that's literally their uh, defensive position. Yeah. But, is that another ladybug? Yeah. Uh, the, the words of a bride in bed. So, I guess... I guess that means a woman will say anything if you're laying with her. Ha! Ha! Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Dustin. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Says the man that is enjoying my podcast. (laughs) Oh, man. But, so... That's the Habermas stanza. You got anything else? I don't have anything. Well, again, guys, I highly recommend watch Red Bad. Um, it's a good movie. Again, it's a, the reason why I like it too. Not besides the uh, Christian shit in there, it is also a good. Rep- it's another Germanic movie. It's not. Ba- it's they're not Vikings in there. They're not set sailing to England. They're just defending their home, um, and they do worship the gods, but they do call them by their other names: Woden, Donar. Frey or Ingvar, you know, they do call them by those names in there, which I think is awesome. The Danes do show up in there, but they just call them Danes. They don't say Viking. They don't do uh, any of that, which is which is cool. Yeah. Because um, that was a bit before that time, yeah? Yeah. The movie itself is based 40 years before even the first raid supposedly was. But in real history, it was probably more about around 700. So almost 90 years before the Viking Age. So... Yeah, okay. highly, I highly recommend that movie. I love watching it. It's like it's a little bit it's long. It's like two and a half hours, but again, it's a Germanic movie. Which yeah. we were talking about this last night um, or this morning, I guess. I wish they would a uh, Scotty fucking. Anyways, uh, I wish they'd make a movie about the Anglo Saxons before they became Christian. Before uh, sorry, before they were forced to be Christian. Um, <laughs> bef- uh, bef- like right as they came to England. Like I don't know if you guys know the story of the two brothers. No. Well, well, we'll go over that in the next podcast. In, a ne- in another, in another um, episode. What I can say, though, about the Anglo-Saxons is some say they were actually worse than the Vikings when they came over because the Vikings at least assimilated after a while, uh, whether it was through payment or just assimilating within the local population. The Anglo-Saxons damn near almost wiped out the Celts. Yeah. Uh, even their language, Gaelic, is the reason why it's hardly spoken anymore. It's because of the Anglo-Saxons. Right. Um, they came on ships. <laughs> they wore similar armor. I mean, of course, they're, again, they're cousins of the Norsemen. Yeah. Angles are from Denmark. And the uh, Frisians were from the Netherlands because they also came there too, the Anglo-Frisians. And the Saxons were from Germany. So, um, yeah. I think it's I think that's another part of history a lot of heathens kind of tend to overlook and should look more into. Because if you see the artwork, the patterns, uh, hell, even the pendant, I'm getting a Sutton Hall pendant, which is yeah. awesome. I can't fucking wait. Um, look into stuff like that, which Sutton Hall we should actually go over next episode. Yeah. We'll uh, pass it on to Wes. Yeah. So, Anyhow. Um, yeah. If you guys can, look into that shit. It's uh, very interesting. That's the end of the episode. So give us a like, a follow, a share, and uh, you know all that stuff. Give us a five-star rating. Keep us all in the algorithm. We're uh, doing some shaking, some moving, so I'm not going to provide any of that other information. Uh, that'll that's coming in the coming days. Possibly have a Patreon where you can access the Discord and stuff like that. Um, 
and we'll uh, I'm gonna do an episode next do week. It. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be because I won't be there for the next couple. Yeah, you'll be that. you'll be in Europe. I'll be in the homeland of Europe. Yeah. But you do all those things. We'll be back again whenever we feel like it. Y'all holla.